Hey everybody and welcome back. Radio Albert, where we got so many questions. We have really big questions and also little little fun questions, but mostly big questions. The questions that define the human condition. We're gonna do one today. Big question. Are you ready for this? Gonna jump right in. Let's say you came across a genie lamp. A genie, you know, when they have those tales where they find a lamp and you're gonna rub it, you're gonna get a wish, usually three wishes. But uh uh-uh, today we got new rules. You're gonna pick up that lamp and you're gonna rub it. And the wish you're gonna make has to be this. You use the wish to change your career. What would you want to be? You can pick anything, but what would you want to have as a career uh, that would not have superpowers attached to it, right? Because then you probably want to be something like Thanos from the Avenger movies, and I hate even referencing the Avenger movies, but yeah, you probably want something like that. But no, no, it's going to be something that's a career that's out there already. And uh, before you can't, you know, type up things, because I want to give you time to think, I'm going to tell you mine. There is a place, and I've spoken of it before, very special place. It's right in the middle of Hollywood, right in the middle of gross, dangerous Hollywood. It's a little movie studio. Now when I say little, I mean that's relative, right? Little movie studio compared to other movie studios, you know, compared to apartments I've had. It's massive, but no, compared to other movie studios, it's cute. Cute little movie studio, almost like a toy movie studio. It was started way back when those were all dirt roads around Hollywood by Charlie Chaplin. He started it because uh, he wanted to have his own movie studio, tired of working for the other studios. He built himself, he had enough money to do this, right? He was already internationally popular. He built himself right in the middle of old Dirt Roads Hollywood, this little movie studio. You know, they love to shoot in LA back then because you get all that free lighting, right? Because uh, the sunlight, we get great weather, right? Sunny days in Hollywood. I'd say almost 300 days of the year. And he did make a lot of nice movies there, cute movies. Those kinds of short comedy movies where someone's disrupting a wedding by running through it and they're also being chased by a cop and uh, two people in a horse costume. I think those kinds. Well, you know, Charlie Chaplin died. And and then you know who, uh, who picked it up? Not gonna believe it. Herp Albert, <laughs> the guy who does all that smooth jazz with the trumpet, he made AM Records. That was a famous uh, records label place now, studio. They had recording booths, everything in there. Now, Herp Albert is the only person, as far as I know, who has a number one hit as an instrumental and also has a number one hit as a song with vocals. So it's a rare achievement. It's big in the 70s, really big. If you heard his music, you'd go, oh man, I heard that in the supermarket. 
but you know, it was another time, and he was a very accomplished trumpet player, jazz trumpet player. Well, AMN AM Records came and went. And who picked it up next? My heroes at the time, the Hensons. It became, and still is, Henson Studios. Now, Jim Henson died. I don't think it was long after they got the studios. So then uh, it was Brian Henson, other members, but they got the studios and they put the big Kermit up top, that big plasticky looking Kermit. It looks great, not cheap plastic, right? But it definitely reflects, so it's some sort of glassy material. Up there on the roof, right next to the gates that you drive through, old-timey movie studio gates. And I've been inside there, as you know, many times, uh, allowed and disallowed. I've still gotten in there. And around the time that they acquired the studio and Jim Henson died, everything went nuts. Everything went cuckoo. They sold it to a German company, the, Henson, the whole Muppet thing, and then the German company had it, and they, I don't think they did anything with it or knew what to do with it, so eventually the Hensons bought it back from the German company, and then Disney stepped in, and Disney had it, I think, before the German company, and German company bought it, then Hensons bought it back and then resold it to Disney, and that is why, you know, that terrible, terrible Dark Crystal series on Netflix... It was in development hell as a movie sequel for maybe 10 years, 12 years. And why do we not have a Fraggle Rock movie other than the Fraggle Rock movie I made in, uh, you know, is because they are just in development hell, committee after committee after committee, overseen by overlord after overlord. It's no longer Jim and his friends, Frank and his son, Brian. No. It's just these conglomerates. So if I had to choose my fantasy career, the, the one, the top, I would love to run Henson Studios. I would love to be the guy who gets to just go there in this movie studio. It's all protected by all, as you know from my audiobooks, it's all protected by Bob Wire in these, these walls that are almost impossible to scale. I had to jump from a roof that was nearby onto one of their sound studio roofs to break in that night. Those nights, uh, I'd broken more than once. Um, and to be in there and to be producing and making and performing puppet stuff like I was Jim Henson, like the guy had never died and I was now him. That would be my thing. I can never do it because I just, I'm a solitude guy. I mean, if I was Jim Henson, I would not be because who do I got? I drive in there, who do I got? I got all these puppet people and I got Frank eyes and I got all, uh, you know, I got, I got quality veterans of the puppet scene coming from the 70s, you know, the whole thing. Sesame Street, Muppet Show. They're still hanging around, and then we got some new people. And yeah, they're trying to be funny with the puppet on their arm. And I just frown at them and shake my head. And uh, then they do, you know, maybe better stuff. They go back and they work on it. Now, this dream comes with something else. Driving up to the gates to be let in 
to Henson Studios. Oh man. Oh man. That would be the thing. Because here it is. Driving up to movie studio gates, and then you just roll down the window, and the guy sees you, and he's like, Good morning, Mr. Snodolabam. Good morning, Albert Henson Snodolabam. And lets you in, and the gates are wide open, and then you, they close the gates after you. See, part of that fantasy is I would have a car that I could drive around Hollywood, present day Hollywood, and I could just drive up and down Hollywood Boulevard, Sunset Boulevard. And just, I'm now on part of it because I own a, a studio, Muppet Studio. The Muppet Studio. And you know, the other, this is really the big part of it. I would have enough money to build a supercar, one that has bulletproof windows, bulletproof body armor, bulletproof tires, and is heavy enough that it could plow through other burning vehicles. Because we're talking about, you know, 2020, right? So uh, if you drive around Hollywood, you need something like that. Something that the, the, the car the president has, but uh, smaller. Looks, you know, doesn't look like it's gonna draw attention to itself, like an old Ford Taurus. But I just had them spend like $400,000 on it to make it something that could withstand any attack by a group. And excuse me, I am about to cough. I actually shut off the microphone for that. I'm getting good at this. Got my clicking going full steam here, baby. So, my running Henson Studios in a bulletproof supercar that I can also, during lunch break and late at night, with just a little drink, right? Not over the limit. Drive around the old streets of Hollywood and remember a time when they had all that glamour. That's my career that I would pick if I had the one wish from the genie lamp.